Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And my name is Brandon. Hello, Brandon. How are you? Uh, I'm hanging in there, you know? Uh, how about you? Hanging in there. Uh, I am hanging with Mr. Cooper. Oh, uh, I am I'm doing. very jealous. You're hanging with uh, uh, Holly Robinson Pete? <laughs> yeah, and Mark Curry. They're just hanging Man, out. That's the dream. It is the dream. Um, no, sweet dreams and beautiful nightmares is what you're thinking of. No, sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree is what you're thinking of. Um, uh, <laughs> you said uh, sweet dreams by the Eurythmics. Um no, weekends were made for fun. Fun is the song you're thinking of. No, weekend. I prefer the weekend is what you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, man. No, the weekend is his name. Just the weekend. No uh, E in end. Uh, no, Sheila E is who you're thinking of. It's, it's just the Sheila E for her e. last name. Yeah. <laughs> Sheila E. Um, Sheila E. Uh, Sheila E. No, F. Gary Gray, the movie director, is who you're thinking of. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Author of uh, Gatsby. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> um, uh, no, Wheezy F. Baby. Little Wayne is who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Yeezy Gap is what you're thinking of. The forthcoming clothing line. <laughs> Yeezy Gap. Um, Yeezy, Yeezy Gap. Um, Yeezy Gap. No, Weed Maps is what you're thinking of. The <laughs> weed delivery service. Uh, uh, Weed Maps. Uh, Weed maps. It's just weed maps. Uh, it's just is not a good move, but we have to move it along. Google maps is what you're thinking of. <laughs> All right. Uh, Google maps. Um, um, no. Uh, uh, you said Google maps. Um, no. The Guggenheim <laughs> is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, the Guggenheim. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no. Um, uh boogie is it boogie nights no uh boogie nights to yeah, electric there's, there's boogaloo a movie, a movie called boogie nights boogie nights electric, to electric boogaloo is what you're thinking of yes <laughs> is the electric boogaloo a sequel to boogie nights i think i don't know it's a sequel i don't know i think something. you may have just i think you may have just <laughs> lost <laughs> hold on i think we have to look this up because i don't do. think it, we do electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. No, it's Breakin' to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Breakin' to Electric. Whatever that. <laughs> no, Tekken is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, the movie is called Taken. <laughs> with, uh, with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. No, the movie yeah. and book we had to read in grade school, The Giver, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the Giver? 
The Giver. No, the movie Takers with uh, Idris Elba and Chris Brown. They're like uh, thieves. Takers. Uh, Mm -hmm. No, the transporter is what you're thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) No, the commuter. The movie starring Liam Neeson where he's on a train. No, the accountant starring Matt Damon is what you're thinking of. No, the accountant starring Ben Affleck is what you're thinking of. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> All right. It is Ben Affleck. Where oh, he plays man. like a, yeah, he's an accountant and he's like autistic and stuff. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen it, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, clearly. It's, it's Ben Affleck. Yeah, it, it is Ben Affleck. All right. So <laughs> that wraps up that round. All right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh Brandon, what did uh what did you do this week? Um well the exciting news for the week um in my household mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. for me in particular is that uh well I guess like a week or two ago we got a new uh oven and uh stove and then just yesterday we got a new dishwasher. And I know Dang, dude, corn quarantine's been good to you guys. <laughs> yes. Well it's um, there's, there's a couple, uh, things with it for one. I'm very excited mm-hmm. about it and I feel no shame about being so excited about it because I cook a lot and therefore do the dishes a lot. So, uh, the, mm-hmm. the two machines that I use most outside of like my computer, uh, just got upgraded. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like getting a new MacBook pro, but it washes your dishes. Um, no, did, did you have to go through any like hoops with like your landlord in order to change major appliances like that well no so this is this is the best part is uh we they don't know about it (laughs) (laughs) we had an electric now it's a gas a gas range he has no idea um (laughs) we we set it up ourselves we bought a propane tank (laughs) uh no all i did was uh i when the oven broke um because the oven on the inside... And the, when, the, when the bow breaks is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the uh, beginning lyric of a Sarah Borella song? Is I don't know. It's also called... A, it's also a movie. Oh, I didn't know it was a movie. It's, uh, there's a movie called, like, When the Bow Breaks. Oh. Uh, no, the Dow Jones is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the Dow Jones, no Lil Bow Wow is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, uh, uh, <laughs> now Volume 22 is what you're thinking of. Um, no, uh, 310 to Yuma is what you're thinking of. Um, 310 to Yuma, no Fahrenheit mm-hmm. 911 is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Fahrenheit 451 is what you're thinking of. Um uh too fast, too furious is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Tupac Shakur is who you're thinking of. Um Tupac uh t- Tupac Shakur, no, Planet Shakers is what you're thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Planet Shakers? No, Shakey's Bunch of Lunch is what you're thinking of. No, Bunch of Crunch. That's the crunch bar snack that they have in movie theaters. 
<laughs> bunch of crunch. Um, um, bunch of crunch. Um, no, Ron Funches, the stand-up comedian, is who you're thinking of. Um, Ron Funches, uh, Honey Bunches of Oats, is what you're thinking. No, Garfunkel and Oats is who you're thinking of. Uh, uh, Garfunkel and Oats. Uh, I'm gonna go with an obscure one. You're not gonna get it, but hopefully someone will get it. I'm gonna go with Farfig Nugin is what you're thinking of. If you ever <laughs> I see, know what Farfig, okay, I know you what Farfig okay. Nugin is. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, it's just called a fig newton. That's what it's called. <laughs> oh, fig newton. Um, uh, a fig. That's one. That's one. A fig newton is is like the one cookie that like you can never tell. You can never tell if it's stale or that's just the way they taste. <laughs> I think they're you know? old. Is this old? Is the date fine on these? <laughs> I think the last Fig Newton was made in 1987, and they're all stale. <laughs> they're just, they take every year, they take a shipment out of the bunker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Man. Um, so my, uh, appliances though, uh, I uh-huh. had yep. texted my landlord and I said, Hey, the oven doesn't work. And then uh, when the dishwasher started leaking, same thing, like, Hey, there's a problem. And so he sent over the handyman whose name is Frank, uh, and shout out to Frank. Also a quick shout out to Brad and the whole, uh, your tattoo artist and the whole, um, <laughs> foot, foot, foot <laughs> tattoo gang. Uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> But uh, so Frank is great, and he came. He comes over, and he immediately looks at the oven and goes, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay, this isn't worth fixing. It's old. We'll get you a new one." And the same thing with the dishwasher. So uh, mm-hmm. there's been two separate days where we're waiting for these deliveries, and so we're telling my son, uh, you know, hey, mm-hmm. th- they're gonna come deliver a new oven for us. Like, um, and then I think Frank had helped deliver it and then he also had to like rewire something so anyway my son knows Uh frank and knows like oh frank got us this uh this thing well this morning he uh Uh we got the dishwasher yesterday and this morning he uh in the same breath said like oh wow that's so nice that frank got us a dishwasher and then he turned around Mm -hmm. and our couch is old and uh, in horrible <laughs> shape, it is like ripped up. Yeah, I've I've been there. Yeah, I've been well, there, yeah, and it's gotten much worse <laughs> since we've been at home way more. So it's horrible, uh-huh. and uh, we're trying to figure out getting another one. But uh, so he goes over to the couch and he goes, "Well, the couch, uh, it's it's broken." And he says, "Will Frank get us a new couch?" So it it obviously <laughs> that's that's not something that the handyman does. But it feels like uh, my son is growing up with uh, the important purchases in life are being provided by Frank. <laughs> like, is, is Frank so, going to so pay Frank- for my college education, Dad? <laughs> so Frank is like, he's like the Santa Claus in your house. Y- yes, yes, basically. <laughs> nice. Are you, are you doing Santa Claus with your son? 
We did uh, a little bit. We didn't like lean oh, that heavy too late. in on it last year. Um, just because mm-hmm. we don't want to, it just feels weird to completely lie. But he loved Santa. We, we're not going to tell him like. But it's perfect. It's perfectly cool to like half lie to him. <laughs> well, no, we're just like he's a character of Christmas. Cool, but we're not telling him like you better be good because Santa's going to sneak you, into our house and give you presents. You're like you're like. You're like, it's not, you're telling your son, you're like, it's not that we're Santa atheists. It's more like we're Santa agnostics. <laughs> Santa agnostics. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Santa agnostics. Santa agnostics. Exactly. Um, but that's, uh, in as far as, uh, for me personally, that's. It's not that we're denying that Santa is real to you. It's that we're saying we we haven't been convinced based on any empirical evidence that such a being does exist. Not that we, you know, not that we're judging you for believing in Santa Claus. You can have you gotta whatever add Christmas a, uh, tradition you want. You gotta add a little like a uh, like a little uh, like a little Christmas tree symbol to your coexist sticker on your the back of your car. <laughs> it's got a Santa hat on the C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, All man. right. Uh, yeah. So Frank it's, Frank's bringing new stuff. Yeah, Frank's hooking us up. Uh, hopefully, he'll hook us up with a new couch too. That'd be great. Um, and mm-hmm. that's what's going on over here. Uh, what about you? Okay, what did I do this week? Um, oh, I, so I made the discovery of a lifetime oh. accompanied with one of the biggest risks I've ever taken as an adult. Well, this is quite the setup for a story. You have my attention, <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to bury the lead. I discovered that there's a Lucille's Smokehouse Barbecue in Pasadena, California. Okay. All right. Now. Uh, to to the uninitiated, that may not seem like a big deal, but for me, Lucille's Smokehouse Barbecues is probably like as far as like regional chain, you know, restaurants is concerned, one of the best barbecue spots uh, available. Mm-hmm. Um, out, you know, especially on the West Coast, um, their beef ribs are to die for. Uh, the biscuits with their famous apple butter is just phenomenal. Um, and up until now, uh, I live in, uh, Pasadena, California, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. Up until now, the closest, uh, Lucille's restaurant is in, I believe it's in West Covina. Um, and that is much too far to, uh, to drive to. And then it's much too far to Postmates from, or Uber Eats from, or whatever, uh, under quarantine. Um, because your food would be cold and soggy by the time it got to you, whatever, right? So apparently, I, so I got on Postmates last night, and um, my girlfriend was like, mm, barbecue sounds good, and, I, and a wave of sadness crashed over me because <laughs> we don't live near a, a, a Lucille's, right? Yeah. And so just for the heck of it, in Postmates, I typed in barbecue, and wouldn't you know it, the first result that came up was Lucille's Smokehouse Barbecue, and it was only like a mile and a half away um, from my house. And I'm like, what? When, since when, right? And right. so apparently uh, it's not an actual like Lucille's like restaurant. It's, it's part of what's called Kitchen United. Have you heard of this? No. 
So Kitchen United is a um, it's a political action group that lobbies for um, political candidates and stuff like that. And they're very against like any kind of tracking of like how like political super PACs and stuff spend money. I'm just kidding. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's Citizens United, I think, is what that what's that what that's okay. called. Uh, no, Kitchen say, United what? is. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen they, United, I guess, from what <laughs> they don't deliver food, Kitchen it's U- just political pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, sign here to register uh, to vote. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Kitchen United is apparently a company that does like um like high end like food courts and um but they're not like traditional food courts where like there's a bunch of different restaurant like installations and you walk to each one. Apparently it's like a, a single like order window thing where you can order online through like an app or you can like go to the counter. Um, but you order your food and it's only takeout or delivery, but they have um, within their one facility, they have different kitchens that prepare different restaurants, foods. Interesting. Um, and they put them in areas where there's like high lunch traffic and stuff like that. So a lot yeah. of like metropolitan, like kind of down, downtown areas and stuff. So there's one like right across the street from where my girlfriend works in like Old Town, Pasadena. And um, yeah, you and Lucille's is one of the kitchens in there. So hmm. uh, I was like very excited. Um, and but my excitement started to wane when I started to read some of the Yelp reviews. Yeah, um, there, I think I think it overall has like three stars or something like that. And, there, you know, there's a couple five-star reviews of, like, oh, this is amazing. This is so convenient, blah, 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 blah. I love Lucille's, and now we can finally get it in Pasadena, whatever. However, <laughs> there were a few, um, quite a few, like, one-star, two-star reviews saying the quality of this food is so bad. Just go to the regular Lucille's, uh, and, and, and that was, like, a theme. And so, like, we had to weigh our options because I was like, on one hand, I could get Lucille's, what I've always wanted, Lucille's right here at my house, um, or it could be the worst decision I've ever made. Right. We decided to go for it, and we ordered the barbecue from Lucille's, and I got to say, I was more than pleasantly surprised at the quality uh, the portion sizes seemed almost bigger than the restaurant. Huh. Um, it was well worth it. Uh, the food was fire. It was still hot when we got it. It was very, very, very good. Oh, good. I'm glad, I'm, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm glad so that worked out. If you haven't had Lucille's Smokehouse Barbecue uh, before, you should get it. I would suggest the burnt ends and the beef ribs. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, that reminds me the kitchen United thing. That's, uh, that's interesting. Cause I know food delivery is obviously, uh, exploding, um, or not exploding, mm-hmm. but like it's at an all time high. Um, and, right. uh, there was a, a few months ago, I forget the name, but there would be like, you would go on Postmates and there was like this pizza place on there. And I, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, Petey's pizza or like. I don't know. It's some like generic pizza name. And these started mm-hmm. popping up everywhere. And people were like, this is weird. I've never heard of this pizza place before. Uh, and so people did some investigating. And what it is, is Chuck E. Cheese pizza. 
and they rebranded it so that people would actually want to buy it. <laughs> and so you could really? get, yeah, you could get Chuck E. Cheese pizza delivered, but it was a different name. Uh, although that doesn't matter now because uh, Chuck E. Cheese has filed for bankruptcy. So <laughs> there oh, goes man. that. I used, to lo- I used to love Chuck E. Cheese. But you know what? Uh, I, th- I think, um, what was I going to say? Uh, you know what is cool that I'm seeing um, that I think a lot of people are skeptical of, but I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of for it. Is there's a lot of places on like um, Uber Eats and Postmates and DoorDash and all that kind of stuff that are like just kitchen only places that like um, aren't like a restaurant. They're just they only deliver food through Postmates and stuff like that. Not like a Kitchen United because you can go there in person and like order food. Yeah. But like there's like kitchens and stuff that only exist online, and I think that's a cool way for someone to start you know someone who's like a chef who wants to start a small business but like you know they can't afford to like the overhead of buying some expensive piece of property and or leasing some expensive piece of property in california or wherever and they just want to they just want to sell their food uh i think that's a cool opportunity you know yeah i think i'm gonna start selling bologna bologna sandwiches from my house bologna on white (laughs) bologna on white extra mayo (laughs) Um, yeah. Do you remember what movie that's from? Yeah, it's from Brink. Come on, man. Okay, hold on, hold on. man. I don't know, man. Some people, some people have never seen Brink. You know. Uh, I actually watched recently because it's on Disney Plus. I watched uh, Brink with my wife. Uh, well, most of the movie. We kind of fast forwarded through some stuff. Did she enjoy? It? Did she enjoy it? It was just <laughs> because she. Like, obviously, she was uh, lived through that time, but she just hadn't seen that movie. So it's very of mm-hmm. its time. Uh, embarrassingly <laughs> so. So it was a lot of like, oh, my gosh, what is happening in this movie? Uh, but yep. it was it was a, great. a good time. N- nice. Yeah, everyone should watch Brink at least once before they die. <laughs> Preferably be... on their deathbed. <laughs> uh, sir, you I... should go out. <laughs> you should go out when you're when you're eighty something years old, laying in your hospital bed, and your your family's gathered around you, and they're they're uh, you know they're waiting for you to take your last breaths. Like you should be you should be giving up your ghost while cheering for Team Pup and Suds. <laughs> That's that's how you know you're like waiting for the test results. You're you're in the hospital bed. <laughs> boop. Boop. You're waiting for the test results to come back and the doctor comes in and he goes, uh, "I have news for you." And then the door opens again and they wheel in one of those like old TV carts from elementary school <laughs> and you're like, "No." Yeah, like when- <laughs> <laughs> It's my like time. When you had a substitute teacher. <laughs> exactly. And they wheel that in with Brink on and you're like, "Ah, this is it, huh?" <laughs> Wait. Do you have any memorable substitute teachers from your childhood? Uh, I only have one. Um, uh huh. And I think he was. I must have been in f- fifth grade, and mm-hmm. he must have been twenty four, twenty five. Um, uh-huh. and he was super cool, and uh, uh-huh. all the all the girls liked him, and all the guys wanted to hang out with him. And he came out, I don't, Mm -hmm. I have no idea what his uh, name is, but at recess, (laughs) he came out with us and like played football on the, on the playground with all the students. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) 
So uh, that's the only one I remember. Did he advocate specifically for shirts versus skins? <laughs> All right, I'll be captain of the skins team. Brandon, your shirts, right? All right, all right, skins, huddle up. But you guys—that's all you guys do—is just huddle up for the whole recess. We never even played football. Oh man! Uh, but anyway, uh, I had some memorable substitute teachers from uh, high school. Actually, I actually remember my substitute teachers more fondly than I remember my regular <laughs> teachers. Um, like, so there was three distinct teachers I remember from my high school. Um, one, his name was Mr. McNally, mm-hmm. and the reason why I remember him is because he was in like a a pretty famous ska band. In the nineties, <laughs> what's the name of the band? He, pl- uh, the Voodoo Glow Skulls. Oh, I I don't know of them. Oh well, they were like a big ska band in that scene in the nineties, and uh, he played trombone in the in the band. And he- <laughs> of course, it was trombone. <laughs> yeah, man. Was he substitute uh, yeah, teaching he with cool. the like the black and white checkered shoes? <laughs> I wish. Um, no, but he had like tattoos and stuff. It was really cool. Um, who else? Is that uh, is that what you modeled? Was... Is that what you modeled your adult self after? Is that why why you're all tatted <laughs> yes. up and you tried to play the trombone for a long time? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, it's also why I wear really long dicky shorts, <laughs> uh, bowling shirts always. Um, no, but then there was another guy. His name was Mr. K, because K was like short for something long, like long in German or something. Right. And um, he looked like he looked like he stepped out of like a Weezer video, like he was one of those guys. Oh yeah. Um, and like all the girls in high school thought he was like adorable. Yeah. Because he was like in his in his twenties and like, you know, he kind of had like a Matthew Broderick kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. Like he was kind of like befuddled and charmingly in over his head all the time, you know. <laughs> and he would uh, occasionally so there was that guy, and he would occasionally go. It means no worries. <laughs> I'll have you know that that was not Matthew Broderick singing. <laughs> That's that is Matthew Broderick. It is definitely not Matthew Broderick singing. He's he's adult Simba, isn't he? He's You're the just voice, saying- but that's not him singing. <laughs> uh, a little bit of trivia. Do you know who the voices are for Young Simba? Um, Young, uh, in the original? You're t- yeah, of course. You're talking the original. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. Uh, no, the, oh. <laughs> the Beyonce remake. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is young one, right? Do you know who the singing voice is? Uh, um, no, uh, no. Jason Weaver. Who's that? Jason Weaver was in Smart Guy. He was, uh, uh, the, one of the older, like, students, like Omar Gooding's friend in Smart Guy. Uh, okay, I'm Googling him and all that's coming up. What year was Lion King? <laughs> Because it's like all modern. It's all modern pictures of this guy, and I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. Ninety four, Jason. You don't recognize him from 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 Disney's Smart Guy. <laughs> Thank you for calling it Disney's Smart Guy. 
He was also in Drumline. Uh, Come a on, man. A little bit. I would actually know Drumline more than uh, Smart Guy. Uh, I only a, a little bit recognize him. Okay. Well, he's, yeah, he's like a, you know, uh, just an actor who's been working. But yeah, he played the, uh, the, the young singing voice of Simba. Oh. I'm gonna be a man like no king was before. Da, 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 da. I'm working on my roar. That's Jason Weaver, man. There you go. Uh, Simba singing voice is Joseph Williams. Told you. I told you it wasn't Matthew Broderick. Yeah, let's see. Joseph Williams. Joseph Williams Simba. Great. Uh, this man is not who I expected, uh, to be the singing voice. <laughs> See, hold on, I gotta, I gotta look this up. Hold here's, on. here's what, let Joseph me tell you what I'm looking Williams. at right now. Let me describe it. Uh-huh. He's real sweaty, uh, real sweaty, middle-aged white guy. He's, his hair is too okay. long. Um, he oh you talking about this guy are you talking about this guy in the backwards kangle hat yes he's got the backwards kangle hat on <laughs> he's got like some tinted sunglasses he's got a goatee and a mustache he's wearing a black vest and a white uh shirt like a white dress shirt with a gold chain uh very sweaty and he's wearing no less than three watches on his right hand. <laughs> Dude, he was the he was the, the the lead vocalist in Toto for uh, two years, apparently. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh well, now I feel bad. And he's a film. He's a. I guess he's a composer now. Uh, oh, he's the son of John Williams. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. I I swear to God. <laughs> That is, oh my gosh! And I just, I just made fun of him. It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> no, Be- <laughs> it, it's still fine to make fun of him. Trust me. <laughs> Best known for his work with Toto, and he's John Williams' son. <laughs> I think they, I think they should have led with that. I know. Oh man, that's hilarious. That is very funny. I didn't know he was in Toto. Yeah. Is that him singing on Africa? That's what I, I'm going to feel really bad if that's the case. Uh, he can be heard on Toto's album, Toto XX, which is uh, a compilation album. So, 86 and 88. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, okay. The album Fahrenheit uh, uh, from mm-hmm. 86. Fahrenheit 9-11. <laughs> Uh, that's not Africa. Uh, the seventh one is the 88 oh, okay. album. Also, no. So, uh-huh. no, uh, a couple off years for Toto. I, uh, I, <laughs> I stand by what I said. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. He's the son of, uh, of John Williams, though. Yeah. That is wild. That is. Wow. Which, I mean, yeah, kind of explains how he got the gig. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A little nepotism never hurt anybody. John Williams did Lion King, right? Uh, I'm sure he did, yeah. Yeah. Um, That is very funny. (laughs) That is hilarious. Um, Okay. Um, How did we get there? Uh, Simba, Matthew Broderick, uh, substitute teachers. Oh, yeah. So there's Mr. McNally, there's Mr. K, and then the last one is... 
I, like, I'm still convinced that this guy was like some kind of comedian playing a character. <laughs> so this guy's name uh, was Mr. Dickey, right? D-I-C-K-E-Y <laughs> is his last name. It sounds I like kid, a mad I TV sketch. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so this guy's name was Mr. Dickey. Um, he had pork chop sideburns. Uh, this guy's like in his, he was probably in his 60s, 70s, like when he was teaching. So he had pork chop sideburns, like looked like, like Michael Wood. Like he dressed like Michael Wood from those In Search Of documentaries on the on PBS. Do you remember those? Michael Wood. Um, Just like a 70s guy. Um, like a okay, 70s yeah. British oh, guy, yeah. right? But with the pork chop sideburns, okay, and this guy's name was Mister Dicky. <laughs> okay, I kid you not. His first name was Harry. Um, and our entire like whatever class of high school students that was found that out, and like it was the the joke of the year. It's pretty crazy. Um, you, you're not going to believe this, but I have a, I can one up that actually, um, with the same last name. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see. (laughs) When I was in high school, uh, there was a guy that I went to who was in my year. Um, and his name was Andrew Dickey. Uh huh. And, uh, when we became seniors, his sister became a freshman. Uh Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of, I mean, it was obviously known, but no one called it out um, because her name, and I swear this is true, her name is Anya. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Uh, maybe they're related. Who knows? Maybe there's just a really cr- a cruel grandfather somewhere <laughs> who's coming up with these names. He's like, dance, monkeys, dance. <laughs> That's very funny. Well, all right. Man. High school substitute right. teachers. Um, classic. <laughs> um, what, else you, what else you got this week? I'm trying to see where to what where to start. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, I don't know if I have a whole lot to say about this, but uh, maybe you will. Okay. Uh, have you heard what has been happening and unfolding with the entanglements between Will Smith <laughs> and Jada? Oh Pinkus? man. Do I ever have stuff to say about this? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is probably the biggest story in the news right now, which is insane. But uh, it is. That's the time we live in. Uh, yeah, I have. I have yes. totally been keeping up with this. Uh, do you want to provide some background uh, about the situation? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll provide the background, and then you. Uh, I'll. I'll lob it over to you, and you can uh, take right. it from there. So. It was like two weeks ago, and there's a singer. What's his name? August. August Alcina. Alcina, uh, and he, I don't know what the medium was, but he was basically 
coming out and saying that he and Jada Pinkett Smith so, so the, uh, had so had... So this is important. Yes, uh, the medium I'm, is he was giving an interview to um, an inter- a radio personality named Angela Yee, who's like a big radio personality um, in New York. He was giving an interview to her because he's currently on a press run for his album that it either just came out or is coming out soon. Uh, so that's that's important too. Gotcha. Yep. That makes mm-hmm. much more sense. Also, uh, he is probably twenty years her her junior. Jada Pinkett's junior. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he, in this interview, uh, said that he and Jada Pinkett Smith um, had an affair a few years ago, and that Will had given them his blessing. Uh, <laughs> And so then there was a bunch of swirling rumors and like, is this true? Is this not true? Uh, what is happening yep. here? And so this week, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith on her, uh, it's just on Facebook, right? The Red Table Yeah, it's Talks. on Facebook Watch. Yeah. Uh, she, and, and, and that show is known for very serious conversations. <laughs> yep. uh, and so she brought herself to the table with Will uh, and they discussed their relationship mm-hmm. in which she said uh, that it is uh, true, essentially, yep. that uh, they had, she and Will, uh, a few years ago, were separated, mm-hmm. and they thought they were not going to be, uh, they were not going to be together, and they had no plans of getting back together. And so she had uh, what she described as an entanglement <laughs> with... <laughs> with august (laughs) and i love it because will is there as well and he looks very emotional (laughs) Um, he looks like the the crying the gif of him crying in uh the pursuit of happiness uh except uh, he she had said like i i found myself in an entanglement with uh, August and uh, he says, like a couple minutes later, he's like, "Well, I mean, say what what happened." She said, "No, no, I did. It was an entanglement." And he was like, "A relationship. You had a relationship with him." And uh, so they continue to talk yeah. and just say that uh, it's that I guess has ended. And then they end the whole interview uh, by saying, um, "What is the whole thing like?" You're my ride or die. Uh, uh, bad marriages or bad marriage for life, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Um, and so, yeah, that has uh, shaken, um, uh, ruffled some feathers uh, as far as the the verbiage of entanglement, <laughs> yeah. and also this kind of like ideal couple. Uh, so, anyway, knocking it over to you. Uh, hit well, it. Yeah, and also on the other side of this, like the entanglement has become a meme of various kinds, and ha- <laughs> has has gone everywhere. Um, uh, it's <laughs> so there is a there is a, a slightly less comedic side of this that I think um, hasn't really been talked about, but um, a recurring theme in the conversation was that um, at the time of their quote unquote entanglement. Um, August Alsina was like they in in their terms he was very sick, um, uh, emotionally right. and and mentally, um, and he, to where like he had some kind of 
um, he was dealing with some kind of mental instability or mental illness or something at the time when they had their quote unquote entanglement, um, which I think there is some conversation to be had about um, pursuing a romantic or physical <laughs> relationship with someone, um, especially when you're someone of power like Jada Pinkett Smith is pursuing pursuing yeah. a relationship, uh, sexual, physical, or emotional, or otherwise with someone while they're clearly in an emotionally sick, quote-unquote, state, as, as she put it. Um, I think there's some conversation yeah. about predatory stuff going on that I th- don't think is being had because um, she's not a man. <laughs> I think if the, the situation yeah. was reversed... Uh, I think there would be a bigger conversation happening. I think there should be a conversation happening uh, around that. Um, but um, anyway, uh, but back to the comedic side of all this. Um, <laughs> it is it is very funny uh, the way that um, Jada Pinkett is being characterized in these memes because to to say something. I mean, obviously, the word entanglement is such a hilarious. Um, like <laughs> def- deflective term uh, when talking about right. a relationship. It's so funny. So uh, one of the funniest memes I've seen about this was, um, was uh, there's um, uh, it's the, it's the, the, the woman, I think it's a woman like yelling at the cat <laughs> in the restaurant. You've seen that one, yeah? Oh, yeah. So on one yeah. side, there's the woman uh-huh. yelling, and it's like, August Alcina, we were in a relationship. And then the other uh, panel is the cat and it's entanglement. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's interesting because this, this is now, it's a very complex thing because like Jada and August or at least August does claims that like Will gave his blessing for them to like have a relationship. But the Will Smith present in that interview did not look like he gave his blessing. (laughs) He was very (laughs) upset at the news. Um, It's all, it's all very, very strange. Um, But then, you know, there's hints at like they've had an open relationship before and it's just, it's, it's all very weird. Yeah. Yeah, my once once it's you have to like start digging into their relationship is where I kind of just check out because I'm like these are real people and I don't know them. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to like go too far mm-hmm. into whatever, but uh it it is interesting that they because they are like a a power couple uh and like their entire family um are like a, a well-known famous family. Uh, it is interesting to air that very specific dirty laundry um, on your Facebook yeah, show. What do you, what do you th- I mean, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, you kind of can't put out another red table talk and not address right. it. So what, so you're married. Um, how long you been married? Uh, coming up on eight years. Eight years, almost a decade. How does yep. that make you feel? Uh, good. All right. Great. Um, we're very happy. Nice. And uh, yeah, I, whatever. That's not the. 
That's not the question you're about to ask. <laughs> I was not going to ask if you were happy. That seems to be a Freudian cry for help on your end. Um, <laughs> we're very happy, okay? It's fine. Uh, I'm not okay? sure, I'm not sure who you're trying to me. convince, uh, me or yourself, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, I know I was going to ask you as a married person, what what is your opinion on the idea of an open marriage or like a um, uh, an open relationship uh, where the marital the way Jada Pinkett seems to uh, to describe it in in earlier Red Table Talks uh, is, you know, she and Will have a a marriage, a, a lifelong bond as a married team both as like a married couple and as parents. However, there may be seasons where other people are involved in the relationships with the individual members sexually or otherwise, but the bond, even if that happens, the bond between them never, never weakens or changes. Um, so what do you think about the idea of an open marriage where there's other sexual or emotional partners besides the two main people um i think if you're you're either setting yourself up for failure or uh if you both view it as a business transaction which i know there are definitely it sounds like that's what their relationship is or not not a transaction but a business partnership Mm um uh i would say this i mean same thing for um uh, Trump and Melania, um, that's not a a. Uh, although I don't know, I don't know what each party is getting out of that. Mm-hmm. But um, did you ever watch uh, House of Cards? Uh, no, I never watched House of Cards because everybody I'm, was watching House. This of is Cards. Ob- <laughs> this is obviously a, a fictional couple, but that's basically what Kevin Spacey and Robin Wright have. Is is they? It's a business. But do they like? Do they like uh, each other though? They like each other, but they don't really have any sort of romantic uh, anything see, I th- beyond See, that. I and think the Will and Jada relationship is different, though. I think they do love each other, and they consider each other husband and wife, and they're married and all of that good stuff. But they're open to, you know, having seasons of their relationship where other people might be also involved, you know? That's more what I'm talking about. Yeah. Not necessarily uh, like, hey, we'll stay together for yeah. the, the company, but like, you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I don't know that it's necessarily in in those situations. I don't know that that's uh, explicit. It would be explicitly said like that. Like mm-hmm. we're staying together for our business. Right. But uh, I mean, if Jada Jada Pinkett and Will Smith were to entirely split, that would be uh, a massive event. Of course, yeah. Um, that would ch- change both of their lives dramatically. Mm-hmm. But. Um, well, the first thing I said is I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. What do you mean by uh, that? And if you, uh, I feel like one person, at least one, <laughs> at least one person is not gonna uh, be okay with the situation. And if you look at Will Smith in that interview, <laughs> feels like that that's him. Okay, so I guess let me. Okay, that makes sense. So let me put it to you this way. Uh, let me try to ask this in the um, the most fa- charitable way possible. If if your wife came to you, no, yeah, no, no. If, if, no. gotcha. So you so you would no. leave your wife if she yeah. wanted to do that. 
Um, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily not. It would. It would be. Uh, <laughs> it's not an immediate end, but a like. Well, let's. We need to have a conversation. <laughs> but do, do, we need to have a red table talk, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> so, but but you you don't think you could handle like. No, knowing that your wife is being intimate with other people. No, yeah, absolutely no. not. I'm with you. I'm with you there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I was, okay, good. I was about to turn it around on you and be like, well, let's unpack this. But, uh, if, yeah, I would, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. No. And it, it feels like Will, Will can't do <laughs> it here. Apparently not. Um, actually, <laughs> did you ever watch, um, uh, or I'm sure you did not watch it, but there's a show uh, if you've heard of it, called Sister Wives on TLC. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's well, that's one, different it's, though. Uh, They're like sisters. a fundamentalist Mormon family. <laughs> They're not <laughs> sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that show uh, starts. Um, it's a fundamentalist Mormon family. He has three wives already. And he's getting his fourth. <laughs> they all live in separate houses. He like one day each each day of the week he'll spend at a different house, and he has totally separate like that one wife number one has her kids, wife number two has her kids, and they're all one giant family, but they live in separate houses. That show starts with him getting adding his fourth wife, and you can watch and see all kinds of insanity and jealousy happening and like why this is not a good idea. Um, I think it would be even more present and, and clear if uh, there was a show called brother husbands. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if they flipped it and it's one woman with four husbands? Yeah, that would be incredibly entertaining. But uh, yeah, I feel like that, there's just no way that would work. Yeah, I don't think that would work. I think uh, uh, there's a thin line between polyamory and a cult. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think uh, especially because the re- you throw the religious ideology on top of it, like that's, that's more of a cult than anything, which is why you typically don't see like polyamorous relationships where there's one woman and multiple males. Uh, because there's not the same power dynamics going on. It's it's very it's different. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's not there's not too many successful cults that <laughs> that's <laughs> like if you look at the history of cults, there's not too many successful ones. That's like one woman at the top and like a bunch of men at the bottom vying for her shared affection. <laughs> it just doesn't. Men right. are much too jealous and. Uh, and territorial when it comes to that kind of thing so it just it just wouldn't it just wouldn't work (laughs) no absolutely not um yeah Uh, that's all very interesting uh yeah uh it's gonna be yeah anyway so it the entanglements are are continue to unfold entanglement that is that is wild i (laughs) i hope we continue to use that word forever I know that's that's the 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 word for 2020 yep. is entanglement. Yes. Um, what um, else you got? Yeah. Um. Uh. Disney World just opened yesterday. Oh bummer! In Florida? 
uh, in Florida. Oh my god! And I saw yesterday that it opened, and then today I read a headline that Florida just had the single highest day, uh, single highest number of cases in a day for any state. Tight, tight, tight. <laughs> and Disney World is open for tight, business. Tight. So, yeah, um, we'll see what happens there. But uh, I, for one, am not. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I had family members who, for Father's Day, uh, it was uh, an uncle mm-hmm. um, and uh, extended family. They went out to dinner somewhere because mm-hmm. stuff had just recently opened yep. up because um, this is mid-June mm-hmm. and um, they went out to eat and the story I heard is that like oh it was a nice meal but it was crazy because you have to wear a mask until you get to your table and then there's plexiglass between all the tables and then the server comes and they have a, a mask on and gloves on and a face shield mm-hmm. and uh, I mean that, and then also like Disney World, you have to wear a mask, you have to six feet apart, you have to. Uh, there's sanitizers everywhere. There's yada yada right. yada. I I for me personally, it is not worth it. <laughs> like I don't want my food brought to me in a hazmat suit mm-hmm. to so that I can eat it without a mask on and be like, this is all normal. I feel great mm-hmm. about this. Uh, and same thing with Disney World. If I'm gonna go. Especially with my son, like I don't want to see everyone with masks on, and like uh, the the characters that you meet have masks now, on. Now, 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 Brandon, now, Brandon, like play this out. What if there's, um, what if this is the new normal? What if there's never a vaccine created, and we just decide, and and you know, numbers don't go down like we want them to, and we realize that it's safer to just wear masks indefinitely when out in public in large numbers. Are you saying you would never take your son to Disneyland? Um, I would maybe eventually come around yeah. to it. But right now, I'm like, uh, okay, maybe we'll plan for next year <laughs> yeah. when we don't, we don't have to do that. Um, and restaurants, same thing. It's just for me personally, not that no one should do it, but... I don't. I would much rather just get takeout and bring it home, and I can just relax. Also, I'm not used to wearing normal clothes in public, so I don't want to like get dressed up in jeans and like actual shoes and tuck my shirt in or whatever, and then like go out to a, a nice dinner. Uh, I'm doing basketball shorts and a t-shirt and nothing on my feet all day, so <laughs> it would. <laughs> It, it's just it yeah, i don't know it's it's not worth it to me mm. have you been to any um restaurants like uh, seating inside or outside um i haven't been to i i've only been to it, outdoor seating ones um there's a restaurant um near me it's like a pizza place that does outdoor patio seating um and mm-hmm. that's been um okay like that's been cool like the of course the servers and stuff are all wearing masks and gloves um and they've changed the ordering system to where so you don't have to pass around a menu you order at like a like a kiosk 
um, before you go sit down. So you like order like digitally on a kiosk and then you go sit down and then the server just brings you the food. So you're not passing around a menu that's been touched and breathed on by everyone. There's mm. like very limited interaction. Um, it aside oh, from that, like it doesn't it doesn't feel any more because when you walk down the street, I mean, in Southern California, thank God, most people have masks on. So, like, it doesn't yeah. seem all that weird when you're sitting down and eating and the servers have on masks because, like, you, you're seeing it everywhere. So, it's kind of, like, been normalized. So, it's not that weird of an experience. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I've been there a couple times, but that's really it. Uh, everything else has been, like, delivery and, and, and stuff like that if we've eaten out. Yeah. Um, how many masks do you own? Um, a ton. So, um, my, uh, so I have, I've made like as in terms of cloth masks, I've made, um, several, um, but also, um, uh, we have a bunch of like disposable, like medical, like surgical style, um, masks, like the, the paper ones. <laughs> I actually run a, uh, a an online <laughs> store on uh, eBay selling N95 masks. No, I, I don't have any of those. But we have like the you know like the you know like what, what you think of when you think of like a like a a medical mask like the like the paper ones you know that fan out. Yeah, yeah we have a yeah. bunch of those because my girlfriend's parents are work in the medical field, so they get them. Uh, they they have access to them, so they send us a bunch, which is great. So we That's have good. disposable ones, and then on top of that, I've made a couple uh, cloth ones out of uh, uh, T-shirts and other stuff like that. So, you know, doing mm. what we can. What about you? How many How many do you yep. have? Uh, I probably have like three or four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have one of those, like you're talking about, it's, just, it's like, um, it's probably for like, I don't know, gardening or like woodworking mm-hmm. or... It's like a, 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 it's a medical looking mask, but it's like, it's not super primo. Right. Um, and then my mother-in-law has sewn a couple cloth masks, mm-hmm. um, which I'm, I'm grateful for because, uh, she, like they fit well because I specifically asked like, Hey, can you make it extra big? I have a large face. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they, they actually fit well. Um, and then I have one of those ones that, like, like if you pull it all the way down, it's all the way around your mm-hmm. neck, like a piece of cloth. It's just like a continuous piece of cloth um, that's, like, stretchy, and then you can pull it up over your face, and but then it, like, goes up in the back, too. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you look like you're robbing the store when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, that's that's what I got. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Um uh, uh, news-wise, you got, you got anything else? Um, yes. I mean, I don't know if this um, this qualifies as news because it's it's old, but an article um, resurfaced uh, or surfaced, I guess, is the best way uh, to describe it. Because um, we talked about Kanye West's bid for president last week, and yes. Forbes uh, published an article a few days ago. Um, yes, outlining some of his positions on things that he's uh, from like an in- a series of interviews he gave. Um, yeah, a while ago. I don't. I don't know from exactly when this was. 
Um, let me see if it says one of the guys. He's running. Let me see. Um, uh, it was. I guess it was an interview. Uh, a phone interview. Oh, four rambling hours of interviews on Tuesday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, uh, Forbes published that information into an article, and he outlined some of his ideas on things. Uh, do you want to go through some of these? <laughs> uh, and then, yes, I, and then I'd I like to, to. Um, revisit the conversation we were having last week about uh, whether or not he has my vote and whether or not I think he can win. <laughs> Great. Uh, well, with with that end in mind, uh, let's <laughs> let's let's dig in here. All right. Um, okay. So the party that he's going to run under, um, he's not a Republican or a Democrat. He is running under the Birthday Party um, because if he wins, uh, it'll be like it's everyone's birthday. Um, he is done with Trump. Mm-hmm. He's taken the red hat off with this interview. Um, he had COVID-19 in February. Um, that is interesting. Uh, not directly related to this, but um, he has never voted in his life. Uh, he is suspicious, though, even though he's had COVID, he's suspicious of a vaccine because he says the vaccines are the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. Um and he believes that Planned Parenthoods have been placed inside cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work. Um and his uh, White House organizational model is going to base it off of Wakanda from Black Panther. Not um, a real place. Let me see. Uh, he does say some some uh, stuff in here about uh, feeling like he has been forced to be a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um Democrats used to tell me uh, the same Democrats has threatened me. This is why the first day I registered to vote, uh, I was scared. Um, uh, I was told that if I voted Trump, my music career would be over. I was threatened into being in the party, in the Democratic Party. Um, Okay. And, uh, yeah, vaccines, mark of the beast. Um, Oh, 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 here's the full full thing. Um, It's so many of our children that are being vaccinated to paralyzed so when they say they're going to fix this covid with a vaccine i'm extremely cautious that's the mark of the beast they want to put chips inside of us they want to do all kinds of things to make it so we can't cross the gates of heaven i'm sorry when i say they the humans that the devil has inside that the devil inside them and the sad thing is the saddest is that uh we all won't make it to heaven and there'll be some of us that do not make it next question um, then foreign policy, I haven't developed it yet. I have a focus on protecting America first with our great military. Let's focus on ourselves first. Um, on abortion, I'm pro-life because I'm following the word of the Bible. Um, and let's see, uh, Wakanda taxes. I haven't done enough research on that yet. Um, I will come up with the strongest experts that serve God and come back with the best solution. Um, and capital punishment, thou shalt not kill. I'm against the death penalty. Um, he, uh, one of his to-do lists is to end police brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
his campaign slogan, uh, and this is, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Oh, wait. On his other priorities, uh, clean up the chemicals in our deodorant, in our toothpaste. They are chemicals that affect our ability to be of service to God. And campaign slogan, well, my second album is called Late Registration. I got a rap. The other thing is my campaign is Kanye West. Yes. Not yep, not yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, when I'm president, let's also have some fun. Uh, let's get past all the racism conversation. Let's empower people with 40 acres and a mule. Let's give some land. That's the plan. Uh, so your thoughts on his elaboration on some of his stances (laughs) and, uh, if he still has your vote, go. (laughs) Well, I think from his answers, it's clear that he has zero interest in any of the things he was asked about. (laughs) (laughs) and and that's not surprising um i think kanye the thing that excites kanye about the prospect of being president is that and it's going to sound like i'm joking when i say this but i i I am not i'm 100 sincere i think the thing that excites kanye the most about um running for president or being the president is being able to um uh to be able to place his aesthetic um to place his aesthetic vision for the future and in in terms of design and and manufacturing and 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 culture onto the onto the yeah. onto you know the world's biggest superpower at this point like he i think he mm-hmm. is excited about the Yeezy vision for the future of Western civilization. Uh, very little of that has to do with anything they've asked him about, which, <laughs> uh, which yeah, yeah. concerns me and it should concern anyone because those are some, you know, those are some things that the president should be thinking about. Like the president should be thinking about foreign policy The you know, the president should be thinking about, um, vaccines and and finding a cure for the current pandemic we're in, like all these things should be um, should be thought about thoughtfully and not um, not met with platitudes about following God and 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 a bunch of nothing yeah. non answers. So um, yeah, I don't think the pre- I don't think um, I'm trying to be as objective and not cynical about this as possible just because i know the expectation is probably going to be be for me to like tear this down but um i think there could be a time and place for a president like kanye west um not necessarily him but someone like him who's just a visionary who wants to push mankind forward um i I think there's a time and place for a president like that um I, i i don't i don't think that that time is now um, I don't even think that time would necessarily yeah. be in 2024. Um, I think what the kind of president the United States needs right now is someone who um, is rational, listens to everyone, um, makes level-headed decisions, is informed about the most pressing issues facing our country, and um, has some thoughtful um, opinions and um and is surrounded themselves with, you know, the right personnel to also carry out a rational and informed decision-making process on the things that are concerning our country and threaten our existence right now. Um, there may be a time yeah. for, you know, there may be a time, you know, 
maybe there's a time eight years from now or 16 years from now where, you know, we've, you know, we've beaten the coronavirus and, and, you know, we've overcome, you know, the, the, you know, the current, you know, social climate and where we've reached a new level of unity and harmony. And we're, we're, you know, we're dealing with the, we've, we've figured out how to remedy a, a lot of the socioeconomic divides in the country. And, and we have some kind of universal basic income and healthcare has been revolutionized and we need someone now to come in and, and sort of, take the the newfound surplus that we're in and give us a guiding direction on how to push ourselves even further and maximize and capitalize on our newfound um, wealth and success and be the Elon Musk type of, you know, visionary for the future that we that we need at that time. <laughs> but for right, you know, when we right. don't have to worry about um, racial divides, you know, and 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 global pandemics when we don't have to worry about that stuff and we just need someone to come in and inspire the country to do more i think that is maybe when we can have a kanye west style president but right now that's not what this country needs yeah. and uh he, he he as it stands now he does not have my vote uh, uh in this election at all and i don't think anyone should vote for, yeah i mean vote <laughs> for whoever you want but I, uh yeah no I, I i wouldn't advise anyone to vote for kanye west regardless of party affiliation or 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 um ideological standpoints and i'm and that's coming from someone who is a big kanye fan uh please i would yeah. not advise anyone to vote for him uh this election cycle yeah um after uh he announced that and then we Last week when we had the conversation, mm -hmm. um, this article had not come out, and we just kind of talked about, in generalities, like, what would this look like? Yeah. And, and do we like this idea? And after our conversation, mm -hmm. uh, Neil Brennan's podcast, um, I don't know if you caught this, he talked about this on his podcast, and he suggested that, uh, because Kanye has been diagnosed as bipolar. Yep. Um, so he suggested that this is, uh, like a manic episode and because running for president is, uh, one of the most grandiose things that you could do. And I thought that was interesting. And I was like, Oh, I forgot that he's bipolar. Like I didn't, um, I didn't think about that when we were talking last week. And then after seeing the, reading this interview, uh, well, I, I read the interview and then kind of went, oh, and then I saw a TMZ. I mean, so it's TMZ, so take it with uh, a lot of salt. But um, it said it was a report that he is apparently in the in the middle of a manic episode, and uh, his family worried about him. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of shifted uh, from like thinking this is a, a a funny or absurd thing to just more concern of like, Oh, especially seeing the, the article like, Oh, you're, Hmm. I'm not, I hope he's, he's well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so more than making fun of how ridiculous that is, uh, this week I'm a little more like, okay, well let's, let's make sure he's okay. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and I think that's yeah that uh, I I have similar uh, hopes. I you know I hope he's all right. Like he clearly hasn't thought any of this through. And if you know no. if anyone else in life, if it you know if it wasn't Kanye and it wasn't running for president, but someone that you knew uh, has a history of of being bipolar and uh, they suddenly were going to make some drastic change to their life and everything surrounding that decision is, has made it clear that they haven't thought any of it through. Uh, you know, we wouldn't let that person, you know, get a tattoo, let alone like become the president, you know? So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, if, um, if it, if he's not having a manic episode and he's, just being Kanye and really wants to be president. Um, not this time around, I don't think. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, not this time around. Um, but yeah, so that was the one of the other bigger stories from the this news cycle. Um, yeah, you have anything else on that front? Uh, on yeah. Kanye specifically? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. I think we're all okay. up. Uh, any other headlines from the week? Um, I think that's all I have. You got Let anything me else? Make sure I'm gonna go through my list again. Um, uh, no, I think I think that's everything. Um, oh, I have I have uh, one other small okay. thing. Um, are you, you are you on TikTok? <laughs> no, I'm not 15 years old, so I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> okay, I'm not on TikTok either. But uh, TikTok is becoming it, it is it is following the progression of every other um, social media um, mm-hmm. app, which is it starts out as the new cool hip thing for. 15 year olds and then starts expanding beyond that and then people our age end up uh signing up and and doing it and kind of taking over and then it becomes just a uh worldwide everyone kind of does it platform um but uh so i've i've seen that and the people that i know are like starting to get on tiktok um i have read though this was a couple months ago that what the app does when it's on your phone, it just basically like tracks you like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, and everything it's like, I mean, Facebook tracks you and and Instagram and, and Google and whatever, but this is like to a whole nother level. Um, and it's apparently cause it's a, it's a Chinese owned company. And so it's apparently like sending a, it's breaking a lot of like privacy uh, rules and sending a lot of data uh, to Chinese servers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's there's been some stuff about um, I think Trump wants to shut it down entirely, which will be really interesting to see what happens um, because the TikTok teens are the ones responsible for the inflated numbers uh, in the Tulsa rally. But so uh, there's that, but legitimately, uh, this week, um, 
uh, Amazon, and then the other one was uh, Wells Fargo. Um, they emailed their employees and said, you have to take TikTok off your phone hmm. if you're going to access your work email or your work anything. Um, Amazon, strangely, uh, sent an email after and said, oh, that was sent by mistake. Never mind. You're fine. Um, hmm. But Wells Fargo didn't. Uh, but it's it's interesting to see what is going to happen with that because uh, someone like Amazon or especially Wells Fargo dealing with finance, uh, they don't want this app uh, on the same phone as their employees accessing all kinds of private information. So, right. Of course um, not. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how TikTok unfolds. Um, and with that, I now have zero interest in signing up for TikTok. <laughs> right. Um, okay, I totally forgot. Um, this is one of the bigger stories from the last uh, week or two. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell, um, former associate, girlfriend, whatever, co-conspirator, co-whatever, uh, alleged co-person to uh, Jeffrey Epstein was arrested oh, over the past yes. uh, couple weeks and is going to she's awaiting trial uh for uh charges of i think it was not solicitation it's um what is the charge enticement of a minor to to mm. sex or prostitution one or the other um and there's i think there's like yeah. three different counts of it um and i researched those charges um they're federal, they're felonies, and they carry a minimum sentence of 10 years apiece. So if she's convicted of all three, she'll go to jail or prison for a minimum of 30 years. Um, she has always maintained her innocence in the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Um, but this is, I'm particularly um, sitting on the edge of my seat with this because. Um, as we know, Jeffrey Epstein materi uh, mysteriously um, uh, died in jail awaiting trial uh, for his charges. Uh, in yes. they, you know, it was ruled a suicide, but I mean, it's kind of fishy, the details surrounding it. So um, the uh, pretty much everyone agrees it was not <laughs> right. suicide. Um, so uh, uh, authorities are taking extra precautions to make sure nothing can happen to Ghislaine Maxwell by her own hand uh, or otherwise. Um, I have read that she has been moving from cell to cell um, on a day-to-day -day basis, not staying in one cell for more than one day. Um, she's also wow. been uh, been given paper, clothes made of paper to wear instead of like the traditional like cloth clothing, so she can't um, wow. hang herself with it and also has been given... Uh, no bed sheets like she's not allowed to have like um bedding uh like traditional bedding because of wow. because of the suicide risk um yeah so it's going to be very interesting she's requested bail i don't know if uh that was denied or not officially but um she yeah she said uh she once boasted she had she oh uh, the, one of the bigger headlines out of this was that she has agreed that she will um, cooperate with um, police and investigators. Oh, wow. Um, and she says she has wow. a lot of information. Uh, she has at least... So someone is going to suicide her probably very yes. quickly. 
Um, she has. She claims wow. to have video of at least two high-profile U.S. politicians um, having sex with underage girls. Um, yeah, this is going Yikes. to be crazy. This is going to be nuts. Wow. So, very um, harrowing stuff coming from that end of the news spectrum. But, uh, yeah, uh, we are going to see as the facts start to roll out. Yeah, that's that's wild. The security measures they're taking. Yes. Um, it feels like uh, a, an even more complicated Magneto prison uh, from X Men. <laughs> the the glass prison where he plays chess all day. Yeah, yeah, yep. Except they're they're constantly moving her between glass prisons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Because they literally can't trust anyone. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. So. Well, hopefully uh, some justice is served at the end of I this. I know. We will, we will see. Um, it could have some major implications on the coming election as well. So yes, we will see. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else this uh, week? Yeah. Um, that is everything I have. Um, everything I'm not makes me everything I am. The song by, uh, (laughs) Kanye West is what you're thinking of. No, will I am is no, will Smith is, uh, who you're thinking of. (laughs) No, entanglement is what you're thinking of. No, Ella enchanted is what you're thinking of. Ella Fitzgerald is her Ella name. Ella Fitzgerald. No, F. Scott Fitzgerald is is his name. That's what we established earlier. <laughs> um, uh, no, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Um, no, Glenn Close is her name. Glenn Beck, you mean? <laughs> no, just Beck. That's his name. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> this is a stretch. No, Beck? No. Uh, Louis C.K. is who you're thinking of. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Louis C.K. No, Andrew Dice Clay is who you're thinking of. <laughs> uh no Cassius Clay is who you're thinking Cassius of. Clay um Cassius Clay um no Claymation is what you're thinking of no Clay Aiken <laughs> is who you're thinking of <laughs> no Aaron Aiken is who you're thinking of um uh, Aaron Carter is who you're thinking of. No, tearing it up. Carter is who you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Aaron Carter to Taryn Carter. No, <laughs> no, Carter Beauford, the drummer for Dave Matthews Band, is who you're thinking. No, of. his name is Dave Matthews of the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> um. Dave Matthews? No, Asan Williams 
is who you're thinking of. Yourself. Hassan <laughs> Williams. Um, no, Joseph Williams, son of John Williams, who was in uh, Toto, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt is actually who you're thinking of. Um, no, Joseph Goebbels is who you're thinking of. No, a gerbil is what you're thinking of. A gerbil? Um, um, no, Studio Ghibli, the anime studio, is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, no, Ripley's Believe It or Not is what you're thinking of. No, Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction, the TV show hosted by, uh, what's his name from Star Trek Enterprise is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, Beyonce Knowles <laughs> is who you're thinking of. No, Saved by the Bell is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, saved by the Bell. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell is who you're thinking Alexander of. Alexander Graham Bell. Um, no, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Um, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, uh, uh, Pope John Paul II. No, John is, Paul Bar John, the cello player, is who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> uh, John Paul Bar John, um, John, uh, no, John, Paul, George, and Ringo is who you're thinking of, the Beatles. No, Captain John Luke Picard from Star Trek The Next Generation is who you're thinking of. Uh, no, Luke Skywalker from Star Wars is what you're thinking of. Uh, you said Luke Skywalker? Um, Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. Um, no, Star Tours is the name of the ride that you're thinking of. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you, have, when's the last time you were at Disneyland? Like obviously before COVID. Uh, I think it was, um, November or December. Did last you go year? on the new star Wars ride? Did you go to star Wars land? Yes. You, I went on the millennium, the millennium Falcon. Falcon. So the newer one wasn't built yet. No. Okay. Uh, so I obviously I haven't been on it um, because I hadn't been to Disneyland um, since after that one was built um, and then COVID hit. And so that's not happening. But the newest Star Trek, or excuse me, Star Wars ride is uh, actually pretty cool. I watched like a ride through video of it. Um, have yeah. you seen that at all? I saw that there is a ride through video, but. I decided I want to save it. All right. For when I can All actually right. do it. <laughs> nerd. Um, <laughs> I don't know who's a bigger nerd. The person who who watches the ride through video of the new Star Wars ride or the person who wants to savor it. Yeah, come on, um, man. I'm not going to I'm not going to watch a cheap YouTube video. It's not cheap. It's 4K actually. Um <laughs> no, it's actually Yeah, you're the bigger nerd. You've just proved this. Uh, according to my calculations. No, uh it was actually very immersive. <laughs> uh it, it's actually the most immersive experience you could have. I used my Oculus Rift. Um No, it's um 
it's it's cool because it mixes different ride styles like in the actual like ride itself so like it's part um what do you call it like part uh like fr- apartheid <laughs> is what you're thinking of apartheid um no uh par- no dark side the the uh uh, the villain from the DC Comics. What you're thinking of? But it's a uh, it's like a free like a freestanding vehicle ride thing where like you're moving around in like a car like bumper cars kind of mixed with mm-hmm. like a ride simulator ride kind of like the Millennium Falcon mixed with a like a drop simulator not simulator but like a drop ride like a uh, what do you call it a Tower of Terror. Uh, and it's very it's very oh, complicated wow. because like the the car itself like you're sitting in it it seemingly is moving on its own, um, but it's like a very complicated like ride system that's all done with RFID sensors and AI and oh, AI wow. that like track it like so it's not on a track it's like so it looks like it's free moving but it's like it's done with like. Uh, when the sensor crosses this point, this algorithm tells it to do this and that and that kind of stuff. Um, and all the environments yeah. and stuff, both digital and otherwise, are like triggered by different like parts of like when you reach certain points and stuff like that. There's stuff exploding around you. It's really cool. And then like there's a That's part cool. where you um, enter into like a uh, like you have to you're in like a space base i don't know what they're called like a star ship i don't know i'm not a huge star wars guy but you're on like a base or something and then they're like all right we gotta you know we gotta drop into onto the planet or whatever and then you like the car goes into like this little shaft and then like it engages and it becomes like a drop like shaft thing and then you like whoa down and then you, it's it looks it's really cool you should uh you should check it out i think it's worth uh, cool. uh i don't and- think the ride through video will ruin it for you well, I'm also not going to get the full experience because I, I've also read that the entire room is on the uh, tracks for the Matterhorn. So it's <laughs> the entire room is moving. So the Matterhorn is happening around you while this is happening? <laughs> yeah. You have no idea, but they just use it for the ups yeah. and downs and, the, and the, the water splash at the end. And if you haven't caught it with its original Star Wars theme, um, I regret to inform you that the entire thing has been scrapped and is now uh, Little Mermaid themed. <laughs> <laughs> they started by doing the, you know, they started by doing the uh, Splash Mountain, made it uh, Princess and the Frog. They just decided to revamp the whole thing. So it's now this... Uh, uh, Little Mermaid theme. Oh wow! Well, it's v- very high mm-hmm. tech mm-hmm. <laughs> for for Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh, All man. right. Uh, well, I'm excited to check it out when you I should can. check it out. Um, you got anything else? That's all. I All got. right. Where can people find you on the internet? I am online on the Soch uh, B Shop B Shop B Shop. Uh, uh, you, you can find me online at Asan the DJ uh, on social media at A H S O H N the DJ or at my website at Asan.com. Do you want to? Uh, you don't want to plug your, uh, your your voiceover stuff? Uh, I can. Come on, sure. man. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I do voiceover and copywriting and web design and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, marketing general stuff uh, at BacklineCreative.co. Dot um, com was taken. And uh, the dot com was 
it was I don't think it was taken. I think it was um just like way more expensive. Oh, God. So, and I decided that Doc Co sounded hipper. Oh. So Except uh, no one I, will remember that, that remains to be seen. If you type in backlinecreative.com, <laughs> will it take you to backlinecreative.co? No, because that would require me to also buy the dot com, which I have not done. All right. Well, um, <laughs> times are tight. All right. There you have it. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, uh, you can uh, find more episodes of this podcast at Weekly Regular on social media or at weeklyregular.com. All right. We will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>